Black, Black Hat. Hello and welcome to the uh, Me Being Silly Nightcap. Hope you were all doing well. As you can see from the look at this powerful gleam on my head. Look at that shine. If that's not some power bald power, I don't know what is. <clears throat> well, then, then, unfortunately, the light, uh, what is it, filter or whatever, <laughs> occasionally makes me look like I have a giant dent in my head. <laughs> but just... Also, it's putting a little thing on the camera, like right there. There's like a little, there's like ghost spots. It's not ghosts. It's light reflection from my head. It's either that or it's dust. I'll blow on the camera and I'll be spinning on it and then I'll make an even worse fucking disaster. But how, uh, how are you all doing? How are you all today? I hope you're all doing well. I uh, hope your diarrhea has cleared up. Um, I hope uh, if you ate some questionable seafood, all that's cleared out of your system, flushed out. I have some root beer and rum. Black cat says, she's, oh, mashed potatoes came back. Why, why when I went to take a drink, did the mashed potatoes come back? Got it here. Black cat is really tired. I also am really tired, and I don't quite know why. Well, I know why you're tired. You're tired because you went poo-poo all day. <laughs> Spent your whole day on the toilet going pod-pod. <laughs> I'm just going to eat some old seafood. <laughs> um, you know why I was so tired today? I, uh, you know, after work, I was going to go... Well, I'm going to save this because this is part of the topic topic of the night. So we'll spend the beginning portion of this being slightly silly like we usually are. Um, heads up, though, this coming week, Tuesday, there's not going to be a nightcap. And the reason for that is because... I have to go to work uh, and work late at night and work late at the night time and through the morning, which uh, it's going to be brutal, but I'm going to have to do a, a night shift and work basically from, well, on the East Coast, that would be midnight until like probably, you know, five. So, I mean, I'm going to, uh, it's going to be a brutal day, but at the very least, I think then Wednesday, I will just have the full day off, off. Uh, so Tuesday, no show. There's going to be no show Tuesday. I'm just going to have to go to bed early and catch up on some sleep before that. Krista's here, but is currently in baby watch. How's the baby doing? I said, Bebe, like that, because it's a crucial component of the movie Barbarian, which I highly recommend. Uh, very weird, fucked up, scary, creepy movie. Uh, you should see it. It's good. It's good. And also, you've seen recently my goatee and beard. See what the different lighting levels do? 
With this lighting level, this looks like Van to Black. But it's not that dark. <laughs> but yes, Barbarian, highly worth uh, a watch. So, Christo, I love you too. I bet it's no pee-pee poo-poo, man. I mean, we already have that person in chat, and that would be Black Cat. Uh, and that's the twist, is that it's not actually a man. It's a woman who ate a bunch of old scallops. <laughs> Dash P, how are you doing? Um, by the way, Dash P, I don't know when you got here. But if you didn't hear, there's not going to be a stream for me this next upcoming Tuesday. So if you did decide that you wanted to do a stream this next Tuesday, I will not be live. Uh, and of course, we're going to continue with no stream Sunday. So that's that. Yes, you can hear that for me, sure. Well, would be a sequel. No, it'd be the prequel. That would be how they came about. That'd be the or. That'd be like the origin story. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of which, did you guys see that movie X, that Ty West movie X? I don't know why so many people went to water over that movie. I thought it was stupid. It was just dumb. It was like the worst parts of crappy old porn and just, I don't know. I don't know why people thought like whatever her name is, the main actress is so attractive. I don't really find her attractive at all, to be honest. I didn't think the kills are very great. I thought it was just kind of... I know they made the prequel to that Pearl that people were all, whoa. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess. But I bring all that up because I had a conversation with somebody about Ty West and his movies and why some people are like just all over him and whatever. And that's kind of ambivalent. I mean, it's not like his movies were terrible, terrible by and large. But uh, I watched a different movie of his last night that I really enjoyed. Let's catch back up on the chat. Dash V says, hmm, perhaps I'll stream Sunday and Tuesday. I got some sweet mods for my pinball machines. Do you mean like, like one of them now has like a hot dog carousel, like for cooking hot dogs? Mm. Uh, Krista's got the original peepee boy in her arms. <laughs> oh, look at the sweet baby. Oh, he's peeing on me. <laughs> Those commercials were all over the place for the Wizard of Oz porn movie. What? Maybe I missed that one. Um, but Ty West... I didn't realize, made a Western. And the Western is called uh, In a Valley of Death. And it stars Ethan Hawke and John Travolta. And I really fucking enjoyed that movie. And I'm like, boy, for all of the people screaming and yelling about all these other Ty West horror whatever movies... That movie's the best movie I've seen that the guy's done. And honestly, I would love, love for there to be a fucking sequel or prequel to that movie. Because, spectacular, number one. Number two, 
give me more good westerns because a lot of the ones that come out are like so low budget and they're just awful. But three, some actual good, you know, some some actual like you never quite get to see Ethan Hawke's character go full ape shit, but I would love to. Um, so man, I'm like, bring, give me another one of those. Give me a sequel to that fucking movie. This stupid pseudo horror part. What's the sex scenes aren't even good. Lame. I don't know. Uh, Dash, we got speaker lights that make them look like they're on fire in full metal flippers for Swords of Fury. Does that make like a, a clicky, clangy sound when the flippers hit the little chrome pinball? Is there is there a um, is there like better responsiveness to using a metal flipper than like a plastic? I'm curious about that sort of thing. If you do hear cars driving by or dogs barking or any of that sort of bullshit, um, I have my windows open because it was getting stuffy in here because it was cool enough to the point where the air conditioning wasn't going on. I'm like, now it's just getting like humid and like funky in here. I need to open some fucking windows. So did. Um, and then promptly saw that there were flashing emergency lights down the other one street. So I don't know what happened over there. If there was like a police incident or somebody got hit or hurt or whatever, but, uh, eee. Oh yeah. The Pearl movie. Yeah. They, they had all these ads and stuff for it. And I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, is this X movie really like, and so I watched it. I'm like, who cares? Really? I didn't think it was that good. I don't know why I'm like, that's getting propped up as the, but then again, after the complete dog shit pile that was Halloween ends, I guess you got to get something going. For sure is good, but also contains energies. <laughs> and with the amount of urban chickens and everything else all around, it's sort of like, yeah, well, you know, there's something nice about coming into your nice filtered air. Ah. <sighs> Cheers. Dash comments thusly. There is supposed to be less flex with the metal flippers. So you can make shots and saves more consistently. But more important, you can take the flippers off the shaft and reline or replace the rubbers without lifting the playfield. Plastic flippers are fused to the shaft, so it's a pain in the ass to line and tighten them. I did not know that. So, I mean, it's not only better performance in terms of actually playing, but makes maintenance of the machine simpler. Solid. Very solid. Young Street stopping in with a dancing Bart and what looks like a chinchilla. It's a Gimli, so I don't know what that is. Uh, could be a gerbil, could be a hamster, kind of looks like it might be a chimchilla, hard to tell. But, uh, Young Street was playing some Vaseline-covered PlayStation 2 games earlier today, so make sure you stop by and check out his channel. He's got all sorts of crazy redeems and videos and 
uh, sound effects and all sorts of that stuff. And uh, it's good at games too. So if you want to watch somebody who's uh, a good player, it's also entertaining to watch. So make sure you stop by and check them out. All right, Dash, that, that, you know, that's interesting. Um, I mean, I wonder why they didn't make, why, why they didn't just make, I guess I don't want to say like, why did they just make all of them like that in the first place? Because wouldn't that have just, I mean, I imagine they're probably more expensive, but in terms of maintenance, probably than cheaper. And look, Ben, you can get the anodized aluminum in various colors. So you get a lot of different ones and change them up from time to time. I mean, anodized aluminum is basically indestructible unless you're like totally fucking beaten on it. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Chris says, my daughter says, hello. Her name is Maya. Well, hello, Maya. It is my pleasure to meet you. God, that's a terrible dad joke. Oof. I apologize for that. It's bad. Um, in other news, the motorcycle appraisal went through. The one that came through from the insurance company uh, was less than what the dealership said. And I contacted the dealership and said, hey, did you get that as well? Because that uh, was different than what you were initially quoting me. And he said, yeah, that nearly almost always happens, but we have to go back and forth with them. And don't worry about it. You know, we'll get them all on the same page and I'll get fixed up. So cruising about $6,000, about $6,000 for that to all get fixed. The labor period itself to get it fixed is really only about a day but um parts wise uh you know until they get that cleared they don't they don't quite order it so still don't know quite how long that's going to be out of uh commission but yeah uh we're looking at about somewhere in the ballpark of uh about six thousand i mean it's not terrible but certainly not Certainly not cheap. <clears throat> she said, the pleasure is all hers. By the way, we brought this up at the beginning of the stream, but I just wanted to point out again, look how shiny my bald head is today. Look at that. Look at that power. That's like the reflected gleam of a thousand suns. Look how perfect that is. Perfect. Fu- because number one, fuck Gillette. Fuck that company. Your products suck. Your advertisements fucking suck. Fuck you. But number two, this Bic razor, uh, way lighter, way more ergonomic. The blades are way better. So once again, you and your products can kiss my ass. Uh, might might pass out and listen. Well, if you pass out, you're not going to be listening. You're going to be passed out. Unless you're sub... Ooh, we can give... If Black Cat passes out, we can give her subliminal messages. Just go poo-poo. It's okay that you're sleeping in a bed. Just go ahead and let it fly. Just release. Release. And then realize that your pillow is actually a giant delicious marshmallow. You should eat it. <laughs> your pendulant magic's crummy too. Actually, the magic shows are pretty good. It's the glory, it's the power of the sun on the top of your head. Desi's butt. Desi, how you doing? Yes, it is Mr. Clean shiny. It's like Mr. Clean evil version. 
Thermite stopping with an hello. Thermite, how you doing? Desi, how you doing? What are you guys all up to today? Hope you're all doing well. Uh, Black Hat is now going to shit in her bed and eat her pillow. Do you guys have any other subliminal messages you want me to read while she's falling asleep? Um, I feel like we could really have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> but, you know, her, like, you really have to, you're really going to have to to find something special because in the regular normal course of her adventures, she's done some wild shit. Please lotion my back gently. Well, I mean, she might... She might be able to catch a bus and come over and lotion your back. And she's asleep. (laughs) I've been putting lotion on because it's nice because it's getting, uh, it's getting dry, which is nice because I like having it drier, but certainly, uh, I don't want the new tattoo spot to get too dry so um i have been putting the lotion on its skin krista says the daughter asked why your voice was so relaxing well the page answer the pg answer would be he was just born that way the other answer is combination of being born that way and a lot of whiskey and a lot of cigars but i don't think we want to because then you'll be like yeah i'm not going to advocate that you smoke and drink all that whiskey you know but and then he wipes his eye Oh, I wiped my eye. I feel like I got something in my eye. See, I should have done that. (laughs) But we have uh, also for next week. So given that Tuesday is going to be an absent episode, it is highly likely that on Thursday, we're going to have a guest. We're going to have the return of Phil DeGlass from Flixology 101. We're going to have uh, a, a chat with him. So we're hoping to get that coordinated. So um, do have some fun stuff coming up. Um, it's been a while since we've had a guest or drawings or any sort of that silly shit. So I'm hoping to get back into that soon. Um, I'm also hoping that uh, soon-ish, because there is some forward news on this whole housing situation, that uh, I will get into my permanent spot. And once I'm in there, I already have some plans for the lounge slash streaming room. And then we can get back to doing some special, uh, fun, silly goofball shit. It's the bald head. It's because he has no hair. The acoustic resonance of a skull is providing optimal reflection of the sound wave. That's true. Bounce off the wall. Reflects off here. They bounce all around and it gets amplified from the rays of the sun. Even though it's not the sun, it's a lamp. <laughs> I just saw a big gross eye with my eyes closed. I hope it wasn't brown. <laughs> no, she said eye, not starfish. 
sweet good luck with the new place yeah they they had to call the police on that guy they found out that the original theory was correct he did not pay the place that installed the gate so the place that installed the gate said well if we're not getting paid then we're taking the gate back so they took the gate back the owners of the property found that out through uh court records and contacted the place and said see here's the thing that wasn't really his gate that's our gate so you need to return the gate or we're also calling the place on you because like enough is enough he's like you know again they're like very kind gentle people and uh my my buddy when he made the call is just like yeah hi uh you know we're the owners uh you took the gate that was not the contractor's gate that's our gate um you know you can contact us whatever if you want about that but you have uh until tomorrow at five o'clock to return that property or we're also gonna add you to the police report so have fun with that and he's like i think maybe i should have been nicer and i was like no why the fucking fuck these guys like we Besides of which, it wasn't like you yelled and screamed. You said it fairly straightforward to the point. If what should be happening here, which is quality communication, you would hope that that person would contact the guy that ripped them off and say, hey, uh, you need to contact those people. Like, that's fine. We're bringing the gate back. But like, we're coming after you for the payment. Cause like that's a what a, what a fucking mess, you know? Just bullshit, complete horseshit, uh, fucking. And so they they have been getting progress reports and been getting progress of the house getting done. They got the the bathroom stall done. They got some of the tiling done, some of the cabinets and all that stuff. It basically took this guy getting a multitude of lawsuits, threatened with police action, threatened with a bank, and all the rest of the shit. To just get the fucking shit done. And like I get it. I don't really want to work either. But on the same token. If you're paid to do a job. You kind of need to finish it. That's all I have to say about that. So hopefully uh, that gets done soon. They did uh, levy another a deadline against this individual. And they told him. Needs to be done by November 11th. Like. You're way past your completion date. November 11th. Shit needs to be done. Like, we need to start moving in. Get fucked. So, like, there you have it. Don't clip that. <laughs> I was on somebody else's channel the other day, and I think it was a PG channel. And they did a shout out that plays clips and you know what clip it played. And I feel like after it played, the host was then like, <laughs> kind of ignoring it, didn't want to talk to me. Yeah. Hey man, if you're going to be shouting out clips from other channels, just to let you know, there's some, there's some potty mouth individuals here on this here platform. <laughs> Same thing with the giant pile of cocaine Folgers bullshit. People are like, because the, the one person in the channel, like the a couple of the people in the chat were just laughing. The host didn't make any comment, just kind of avoided it. 
You love how the fucking motherfucker got deleted, but liberty, 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 fuck you, stayed. Um, I can't remember. There's, I think I deleted that because it, I just didn't like the audio. It just wasn't, just wasn't good. And I probably should delete the liberty, liberty, liberty one because it's pretty bad. Uh, sorry, you heard cocaine? Yes. <clears throat> The best way to start your days with a giant pile of cocaine. <laughs> it's not Folgers. Folgers is crap. Crap. Absolute fucking crap. So if you're going to start your day, youngster heard meth. No, you're the one that brought up meth, dude. <laughs> it, it, it's true. By the by, you guys. So once, I think, again, once we get to the other house. Um, we're going to do an instant coffee shootout because we did find that some of the brands of coffee that have made fun of in the past have instant coffee. And so I think what we'll probably do is have to do a weekend stream. And on that weekend stream, we're going to do an instant coffee shootout. I'll probably play some games because that way then I can sit and, you know, have those while I'm sitting here and I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll just chat. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a good cigar night. I don't know. But then I might, I might ruin the cigar with the crappy coffee. But and several brands. I was surprised. Chase and Sanborn, chock full of nuts. Uh, I've got one in my kitchen called Jacobs, which if you have to drink more than one cup, you weren't drinking a Jacobs. I probably will get some original Folgers for comparison. <sighs> Even though I hate it. Uh, we'll have to throw that into the mix as well as Aldi, which is my current reigning champion for instant coffee, Aldi instant coffee. Just good. Dash V misses Peru. Other than just the coffee, what do you miss about Peru? Yes, the wrong channel. We don't have a meth command here. We probably should though. Um... But yeah, we're going to get some different redeems and all that shit going when we get to the new place. Um, it has been very weird to live in multiple transient locations for now, since the middle, well, kind of beginning of August. It's been pretty, it's been pretty weird. We've secretly replaced wooden sucker girls, instant coffees with liquid squirrel and dead mouse. Let's see if he finds out. What is this, Folgers? <laughs> I mean, isn't that just folder, Folgers? It's, every meth trailer has like a unique flavor you've learned. How many meth trailers have you been in or around? Oh, you miss coca leaf teas and candies. I mean, I wish you could get that. Like, I'll, I'll take a fucking coca tea and some cocaine candies. Fucking give me it. Young Street says none. Well, then what are you talking about? I've been around them. Dude, they're terrible. They smell awful. They smell fucking disgusting. And I guess they all probably do have a unique flavor. It's the smell of cooked meth, BO, uh, fried pubes, sweaty, just drug addict-y addled people animal feces and rotting food it's fucking disgusting 
like what licking the trailer that should be a that's like a uh spinal tap album lick the trailer it's right after smell the glove is lick the trailer except it's a you want some fried pubes dash v wants or i'm sorry young street wants some fried pubes let's talk out of my hmm i just um talk out of my poop hole on the latest album, we were thinking about recording a song about. These um, <laughs> <laughs> whole Ray, Gigi Allen song names. Oh, this is all. This is all for uh, uh, young. Uh, your cover, your your Kiss cover band. <laughs> KFP bucket. Oh my god! You know. Instead of kiss, it's piss. <laughs> nah, that's pretty good. You get a thumbs up for that one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Hello, this is <laughs> Dean Crimmins of Piss, and you're listening to Rock 101, <laughs> Chicago's new Station from the worst cover bands. <laughs> Podcast listeners, we're going to take a break and hopefully the pube talk will die down. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about tonight's actual topic. Topic. <coughs> After I cough. So, the topic uh, today of the show, um, as I put it, was run along. And so, while this might seem slightly boring of a topic, I went running today for the first time uh in probably almost five years no almost about five years maybe longer um i haven't really gone running since i hurt my back i've been uh so nervous and worried about that and was kind of told from both that sense and everything else yeah running and whatever is probably done for you but going through the therapy and treatments that I have in knowing what sort of was injured with my back, I've decided uh, I would like to try to get back into that at least a little bit. Now, when I was younger, I was a very thin, skinny, wiry dude, and I could run all day and run pretty fast, so on and so forth. And then uh, for the longest time, when I stopped much physical exercise at all, uh, kind of got out of that and never really considered myself to be much of a runner, especially not long distance. But I dated a woman who was at one point very overweight. And as part of her weight loss, not only did she take on a diet, but she also started running and started with basically speed walking and moving up to running. And that sort of became a great 
motivator focus thing for her. Um, you know, granted it wasn't like she was running the Boston marathon or anything, but she would slowly run along and it brought her great joy. So when we started dating, I said, Oh, um, you know, like as Desi says, good for you. You know, I haven't really done this in a long time, but I would love to join you. So to make that portion of the story short, I did. So uh, we started going running together. And it was in a sense perfect because that allowed me to get into it uh, with somebody who themselves hadn't really been much of a runner and got into various programs to train themselves up to it. So we had a lot of fun going out on these runs. And, uh, you know, initially, because she was training for much longer runs, before I was able to do so, that would be maybe a thing like a Sunday morning. We would get up and we would go for a run. And I would turn back after a mile or so uh, and run back home. And she would continue the rest of her training. <clears throat> and then I would shower and make breakfast and do all that stuff. And then when she got home, she would clean up. Then we would have breakfast together and then have a Sunday. And that was, uh, that was, that was very nice. So uh, I'm not going to lie, I missed that. That was, uh, that was pretty good. Um, Krista says, you're beautiful. No, who loves you, baby? You're beautiful. But, um, yeah, I, I never really knew much about that before. So learning both to get better footwear and getting some gear for running longer distances, uh, including like the little hip water bottles. Uh, so that you're evenly balanced and after a little while, she's like, Hey, you know, do you, you know, or do you like this? Like, do you want to, you know, do you want to keep going? And I was like, yeah. So she said, well, here's the next sort of level of, you know, training up to do this. And, um, I kept up with it. I, pushed myself and started to go longer and longer distances to the point where even running something like a 5k was relatively easy. Uh, you know, I mean, it's still, uh, I never got to the point where it's like, Oh, I wiped my ass to the 5k. I mean, still running three miles. It was still running three miles, but it wasn't like I would get done with it and be just dead. You know what I'm saying? And so we, uh, well, she had a few races that she would participate in. There was like a, a Thanksgiving one that was like this, uh, Thanksgiving run. And she had one that I think was called the Krim that was, I think near Flint. Uh, she had like a few five K's that she would run during the year. And she said, well, what about doing one of these races? And at the time, that was, uh, that was scary for me. Cause I'm like, boy, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know if I can do it. 
And so we actually had two other friends of ours who decided like, oh, they're going to get into it too. And they, uh, they were much faster and better at it than we were. But, um, you know, she, she had some consideration for her knees and stuff like that. And so, you know, we were less, for us, it was less about, I'll say the speed of the race and more about the companionship and doing it together. And I loved that. Um, and so I remember it was, I think the first race, uh, was this, I think it was the Turkey trot. <clears throat> I'll go into more details on that. Cause there's some funny details about that story. Uh, actually, no, I'll just tell you one of the details right now. So I get a little bit of some IBS when I get nervous. So that race starts early in the morning. It's, uh, near Thanksgiving. I don't know if it, it might be Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's Thanksgiving day or not. I don't think so. I, I can't remember, but it's near Thanksgiving. So you're going to get up fairly early. You go to this race because you want to get a good parking spot. And it was held in downtown Detroit. So of course we both get up and, um, usually before a race like that, it was, you have like, at least for her, and I would do the same thing. It's like, okay, you have like a banana, you have like a little bit of water and then the stuff called goo, GU. And then you'd keep that with you because it's kind of like an electrolyte, you know, energy thing. And so we get up, we get downtown and it's like, okay, well, uh, you know, and sometimes a little bit of coffee, you'd have like a small cup of coffee. So we get down there and she's like, do you have to, do you have to poop? And I'm like, yeah, she's like, I have to go poop too. So I'm like, all right, well, let's find a place to go. And then we can go, you know, to the starting line. We already had our race packets and stuff picked up, which by the way, if you ever do a race like that and they have packet pickup, like you can pick up your race packet information stuff earlier absolutely unless it's like an hour's drive pick it up the day earlier it's just you've got so much nerves and busyness and everything else pick it up all ahead of time because the lines are usually fucking packed and then you're standing there and it's a big fucking so anyway find this porta potty and she's like well you go first i'm like are you sure so like, yep so i go in there and i use this porta potty and I get done using it and I sort of tell her a little bit about what it smells like. And she's like, well, it can't really be that bad. Cause as of course, you know me, I like to use exaggerated descriptive language. So she goes and uses it and she comes out and she's like near gagging. And she goes, wow, your description of a homeless man who ate old SpaghettiOs and then vomited that out, ate the vomit, and then shit the vomit into the porta potty was 100% fucking accurate. <laughs> it smelled so bad. Thank God that race, being that it was a November in Michigan, was at least fairly crisp and cool in the morning. Because if that had been a hot, sticky, steamy summer, 
so we went on, we did the race and, and took pictures and that was all well and good. And she's, yeah, it's a wild description, <laughs> but I'm telling you, it was, it was fucking accurate, accurate description, hundred percent. So you did the race and, uh, you know, golf for breakfast and she was just so proud and so happy that that was the thing that we did together. And so, uh, you know, we did a couple more of those and, uh, one day she goes, all right, well, I'm going to scare you a little bit. There's a half marathon that's coming up. I think it was maybe in the summer ish. She's like, but there's a half marathon coming up. She had done them before, but she's like, there's a half marathon coming up. What do you think about taking it to the next level and running a half marathon? And I was going to say, there's no way I could do that. But I stopped and thought because I used to think there's no way I'm going to be able to run three plus whatever miles. No way. So I said, well, yeah, you know what? Let's give it a shot. So to train for something like that, it takes up a lot of your time. Um, it's surprising how much you actually do have to practice and train for it. And in hindsight, I think I probably should have trained for it even more because I don't know if I necessarily, uh, I may, may have done some damage to my knees in doing it, whatever. But, um, I also started uh, to look at sort of like different shoes and techniques and styles on stuff. And so anyway, um, we started training for this half marathon and, uh, we did, did that and would do our running sort of through that spring. Uh, you know, like the winter time, it was tough because running on a treadmill is really fucking boring. So she actually would often go running in the wintertime. And I struggled with that a lot because of my sinus uh, issues. So I would often go a little ways and then would have to go home and run on a treadmill or whatever. And I remember I used to, used to always also be just so worried. I'm like, I am so worried about you running in the wintertime, especially when like, if you have to do it in the morning early and it's dark. Like, I'm so worried about you slipping and falling or hurting yourself or whatever. So, like, you have some considerations if you're going to do that. Because, uh, I mean, to basically train for a half marathon, you need to get to the point where you're basically running one before you actually run one. Now, I had not done that. I think I got myself up to the point of going probably about 9 to 10 miles or so. Um, and realistically, depending on your level of athleticism at that point, if you can go nine miles, you can go 13.1 miles. Um, so anyway, uh, worked up to it and we get to the day of the half marathon. We get to the day of the half marathon. We're going to run a half marathon and, um, 
I always used to think, well, I used to, I used to hear the Iron Maiden song, the loneliness of the long distance runner. And I never got it until I ran that half marathon. Because as we were running the half marathon race, and at some point she sort of, she hurt something. I can't remember if it was an ankle or her foot was bothering her or knee or what it was. But she's like, I really have to slow down because I need to like sort of trot along or walk for a little while. And I started to slow down and she's like, don't you dare. You have like run this race. Like, I want to see you run this race. Like you have to go like she had some other people that were sort of running with us. So it wasn't like she was going to be completely alone by herself. And that's one of those things where you wonder like, is this a trap? Am I like, if she says go run it and then I go run it and then later on, but genuinely looked me in the eyes and said, just run, go, go on, run. Like, Try to get your best, get your best time. Like there'll be other races for us. Just go. So off I went. And when you have a race that's that long with that large of a variety of people of various athletic levels, there became a period of time where I think for maybe a half hour or longer, there was nobody around. I was just running myself with just the sound of my feet and my breathing. And oddly enough, a, a sense of lone, I did get a sense of loneliness. Um, and I can't even imagine some of the people that run ultra marathons. Like if you ever want to hear some crit, like look up ultra marathoners. Uh, that shit is just absolutely wild. Some of them running for, hours and hours and hours in basically being by themselves. But I had a period of time where, yeah, like 30, 45 minutes or so, I was just on my own and you're just running this course. Every now and then you'd see a marker. Here's where you're at. And I, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. Um, you know, especially, especially after that nine, 10, whatever mile, you start getting near 10 and a half or 11 and you're like, oh man, like I'm starting to really gas. I am so tired. I'm so fucking exhausted. But uh, I just remembered her saying, go run, do your best. Like you can do this and uh, push through it, push through it. And granted, I had to a few times stop and sort of race walk a little bit to slow my breathing down, but I finished. Um, it was nothing exceptional given my age bracket or anything, but I finished it. And, um, I remember when we finished that and then when she crossed the finish line, that was one of those magical events, uh, in my life that I don't think I will ever forget. And we uh, took pictures afterwards. And despite being so unbelievably and unbearably tired and sore, 
had the biggest, brightest, freshest smiles on her face. And I will tell you too, uh, that breakfast afterwards was one of the most delicious things I had tasted in my life up to that point. So that was, that was amazing. And, um, I don't know if she still runs. Uh, she eventually, well, we eventually split up. She eventually moved out of state. I think she's possibly married and with children now, but, um, I used to really enjoy that. And what I realized was that a little bit of that loneliness, uh, I actually wanted, I actually got to the point where I, I started chasing that or actually what I sort of craved was the idea that I am out here a long distance and I just ran out here. Uh, and there's nobody else around. And if you want to get home, you just got to run home. And I got into sort of the barefoot style running with the barefoot shoes. And I think that might have been eventually to my own physical detriment. Not sure about that. Whatever. That's a story for a different day. But I used to, I used to have a love hate relationship with running because man, when, when you're cardio tired like that, it's a totally different scenario than being muscle tired when you're doing strength training. But I used to continue to keep up with, with running again, it wasn't anything amazing, but I used to do those warrior dash races. And, uh, I used to occasionally do some five K's, uh, in and around Michigan. And I remember when I had my house, uh, in this city called Ferndale, I remember a couple times after working out in my garage, then going for a run in the summertime when it was super hot and going down sort of through this sort of like a pseudo industrial area. Not that it was any place dangerous, but just the way the buildings looked and the heat and the sweat and the sound of your foot on the pavement and running along, uh, whether you had music on or not, there was something about that, that I think honestly, in a, in a way I, I really miss. And <clears throat> after I hurt my back, I stopped. Um, I was worried that I was going to have trouble walking anywhere, uh, moving around at all, let alone being able to go running. And so I didn't really run very far, nor did I go very fast, but I ran today for the first time in like five years. Got me a little, uh, emotionally choked up. I'm not gonna lie. And I was tired when I got home. I was like, man, uh, you know, again, like you forget, like I, you know, I work out a fair amount. It's not like I'm out of shape, but running is a completely different animal. There's something just so totally and completely different about running. Um, and so I did a little bit and I didn't, I was like, I'm going to push it. I'm going to go crazy. So got home, did some stretching, I'm a little bit sore, but I think, you know, I need to just chill out a little bit. Like after the stream, I'm going to make sure I do some stretching so nothing locks up. But, um, 
as it was running. I was running around uh, sort of the one street corner. And when I was coming back sort of through the building and through the trees, I saw a mountain back there in the distance and I'm sort of running towards the mountain. And this might sound silly or cheesy, but there was a part of me that was like, someday I may just run all the way over to you. So tell you what, Mr. Mountain, let's make a deal. You continue to sit there and wait and I will try my hardest to make it over there on the power of my own feet someday. So there you have it. Uh, Desi says, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing. Uh, it's my pleasure to say we get goofy a lot of times on the show, but sometimes, uh, we share some stuff that's a little more serious, a little more, I don't know, life important, emotional, whatever it is. Uh, Krista says, awesome. So proud of you. Thank you. Um, it's given me a lot to think about. I have a lot, I have a lot going through my mind right now. So that uh, continues on life's adventure. So thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to share that story with you. And of course, sharing all of your adventures and stories and pieces of your life with me. Here's a cheers to all of you. I think I'm now going to go drink 100 gallons of water because I'm extremely thirsty. So that's going to do it. And as we say at the end of all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith in all of that sort of good shit, and make sure you get yourselves some rest. All right. Take care of yourselves out there. Love you and good night. <laughs>